We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Julius, five straight games over 20 points, doing work on the boards like you've been doing all season long. How's the body feeling? How's the ankle feeling? Because he looks like you're coming around. Great. Great. So, uh... Amazing. Um, just staying at it every day. Um, I always say this would be a day-to-day process, um, and that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm taking it a day at a time, um, getting better every day, and uh, just going to keep building. Us as a team, we're going to keep building as well. Dom, what's going on, Dom? I love winning in the A. Speaking of, I was checking YouTube all day for the pregame pod. Um, did Hawks Fan TV really ghost GMAC? I want to spill some tea. So my understanding of what happened is that um, no, I was going to make a joke that I won't. Ahead, Andrew, why don't you... <laughs> what? Well, no, like RJ got off to this incredible start to the season. Yeah. And Hawks Fan TV, the last time Alex was here, was, you know, he was very much RJ's like a C in 2K. And that's all he'll ever be. That's his ceiling. And RJ's been incredible. They're the Knicks best player. They're, they're top plus minus of the season. And they're own three without him. And my man Alex decided to to duck the smoke. And as while he agreed originally to come back at the last minute, it says, I cannot face the Knicks film school faithful. And, you know, we'll see what happens in March if the Hawks are playing for lottery odds and uh, the Knicks are closer to the one seed than they are the six seed. If he's willing to come back uh, around then shout out to Mike boy in the, in the comments, squawk fan TV. As as Squawk as an appropriate TV. nickname, yes, yeah, Squawk Fam TV. Shout Listen, out to Trey Young and the fa- the Young fan. I will say this: shout out to Trey Young and his family. They just had a new child. Shout, yes, so blessings to them. And on the day you were born, your dad lost to the Knicks. So the day after you were and, born, your dad lost to the Knicks. And so. even bigger shout out to Hawks Fan TV. One of these days, uh, people are going to give a shit about that basketball team. I'm Jeez. telling you, it's going to happen. <laughs> about that basketball team, it's yes. going to happen. It's happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Day. It's you not today. It. Just real quick, it's not today. It's not, it's Since like 2021, when y'all made that miracle run to the conference finals and when we had open gyms, um, you haven't made it past the sec- first round. But one day, one day, a star is coming. give a shit about them then. Yeah. We were all looking up like, oh, so this is the worst conference finals ever. Got it. Uh, anyway. Oh, goodness. Love you, Hawks fan TV. Real quick, Alex is actually a good dude. Like, shout out to Alex. He had work this morning. That's why we'll... we'll take behind the curtain. He had a work meeting pop up. Um, wish you the best, except I wish you the worst. Wish your team the worst. Yes. Yes. <laughs> wish you the worst. Your te- you the best, your team the worst. Well done.
Except not injury. We're not wishing injury, just to clarify. To be clear, we do not wish a single Hawk player injury. We went down that road and we mended those fences. We hope the Hawks have a very horrible but healthy rest of the I want, season. I don't want any Hawk player to ever miss no, a I want for the rest of their lives. 82 games for every Hawk, okay? Yeah. I hope all Hawks, not Atlanta Hawks, the Birds, none of them get hurt going forward. We want to avoid any uh, misunderstanding. Like, go health Hawks, but I hope you lose every game the rest of the season. Uh, Jeremy Chase. What's going on, Jeremy? How you doing? Breen is the GOAT, but Gus is an A-plus sub. Uh, let's freaking go to Knicks. Uh, I thought Gus was good tonight. Um, <laughs> Hardenstein versus Hardenstein. Uh, shout out Fred Katz. That was a, that was a, that was a that was a journey. Um, yeah, he was good. Gus is good. Gus is a professional announcer, but I, you you know, you can tell he's not a Knicks announcer. You know, um, so. I liked him though. It was good. Uh, Wally, yeah, Wally had his moments. Thanks, Jeremy. Haitian Ferg, what's going on, brother? Mitch and Hart are the unsung heroes tonight. I'm glad you shouted out Hart. Uh, Hart, I thought I said it in the first half. I I uh, texted our our group and I was like, Hart seems really active tonight, and I want to actually want to look up his his stat line so I could give him a more appropriate chat. Oh, you don't need to. I have it for you memorized. Because for betting and sweating tonight, I took oh. over Josh Hart points, rebounds, and assists twenty two and a half, and he finished with nine points, eight rebounds, five assists, twenty two total. One more rebound, one more assist, one more point, and I would have hit the over. Damn. Yeah. You don't get credit for the block. You can't do that. No. Nope. I even said he forced a jump. He forced two jump balls in like two possessions. I should get credit for that, but no. Points, rebounds, assists. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Let me finish reading Haitian's comment. They made up the difference in bench scoring on the glass and gave us uh, plenty of second chances. Let's go next. Yeah, Hart two offensive rebounds. Mitch six offensive rebounds. Randall two offensive rebounds. I thought Randall had ten rebounds tonight. I thought he was really good on the boards. I, I didn't say it before, but there was a moment. Um, the missed Trey free throw. I want to go back rewatch it because it seemed like Randall really timed the rebound well and, and really it seemed like it was a contested rebound. I want to I want to go back and see that again. Um, but yeah, and, you know, look, people with heart, they're always going to focus on the three point shooting. How many did you take? How many did he make? He's four of ten, one of five from deep. He does a lot of good things. He's a winning basketball player. And I, I again, how many times do I always do this? Shout out to Benji for for saying it after the Celtics game. Hart's kind of a diminishing returns player. Like you love him, love him. If he's playing 25 minutes a night for your basketball team, you love him a lot less if he's playing like 30 to 35 minutes for a night for your basketball team. And you really love him. If I mean, and this is not the reality with the Knicks, but if you could get him in like a situation where he's, where he's like, I have a stretch five or a, 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 even a playmaking five, which is why I still think the Knicks backup group with, when RJ's back, so Hart, RJ, um, quickly, DiVincenzo, and Hardenstein um, will be really good because again, Hart, 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 I Hart, uh, Hardenstein's not a not a stretch five, but he's a playmaking five, you know, and that gives Hart, Josh Hart, a little bit more space and room to work, which is important for him. Because you could do a lot with that space. Thanks, Asian. Always appreciate you, man. 
Uh, Jessica, I second everything Haitian Berg said. Amen. You guys are, I mean, you're, you're the two people who I always agree with. So it's not surprising that you would agree with each other. Um, Robert Cross, first time, long time, John. How do you feel about McBride and Sims not playing hardly at all? Does Tibbs not trust these guys? Hashtag 53 wins. I don't see why they would have needed to play tonight. Like, we talked, I, I don't mean to go off. I'm not going off on you. I'm going to choose my, I'm going to watch my tone. I said, and other people said all summer, that this team, the nine man rotation, had like one, like was already over the minutes. Like if you if you go through all their minutes and you average and you look at their minutes average from last season, basically like putting aside Dante DiVincenzo and just looking at the other eight, they were at the there are uh, 240 minutes to be played in an NBA basketball game. They're at the 240. And then you add in DiVincenzo, who averaged whatever he averaged last season, 24, 25, 26 minutes. So they were like a full player over. So if they're down a guy, to me, like going to essentially an AMA rotation is like the obvious move. I don't know why, like you already have this minish crutch. You already have the situation where guys who are used to playing more can't get into a rhythm really, or ha they have trouble getting into a rhythm and they have trouble getting in the amount of minutes they're used to. Like, like why, why would you exacerbate that issue just to bring a McBride or, I mean, the Sims thing makes no sense to me because like, why do you need Jericho Sims on this team? The team's already the best defensive rebounding team in the league. So it's not like you need the size. I, you know, you're, you're you're putting in good perimeter defenders, so it's not like you're losing something there. Sims gives you nothing on offense, so like I, the Sims, I don't even I don't even know why he's here. If anything, it's a McBride thing, and like you bring it down to seven men, then yeah, bring McBride in, give McBride his twelve minutes, or maybe even a little bit more than that. But like the whole benefit of the of the depth of this team is that you have guys like Brunson, Randall. Quickly, Josh Hart. Like these guys are capable, well capable of playing 35 minutes a night. You know? Just like David Jensen could play 30, like it's nothing. You know? And then you got your center. So, you know, you have enough. You know, you have enough. You do. So I didn't feel any type of way about it, but I'm sure people did. Patient with another one. Knicks were probably at Magic City last night. <laughs> I gotta go to this place, man. I got I because I love chicken wings. I don't like strip clubs. I love chicken wings. I don't know if I've ever told said this on the pod before. Probably not. Never was never at a strip club in my life until my bachelor party when my my uh, groomsmen forced me to go to, and it, uh, I had my bachelor party in Vegas. Was it like, and they all knew that I. Oh, I didn't know part of this. I just, it's not a thing that I, I just don't feel comfortable. Um, and so they took me to like, not something like a fancy. I'm, I don't know what fancy strip clubs are on Vegas. I'm assuming there are many, but we went to this place like the old Vegas, not like the strip. It's like old Vegas where there's like this thing overhead. And I remember the name it was called glitter Gulch. Let me tell you folks working inside glitter Gulch look like they, that, that was the appropriate place for them to be working. I'll just say that. Andrew, would you? We should take a trip to Vegas. When we go to for summer league next summer, you want to visit Glitter Gulch? 
sure, John. Just a couple of happily married men enjoying the scene. My wife got a kick out of it when I told her. So good. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Magic City. Yeah. So maybe the Knicks were experiencing their own uh, glitter gulch uh, last night. Uh, too many chicken wings, whatever the case may be. Uh, all jokes aside, love the timeout with four minutes in the fourth quarter moment of the game. Uh, yeah, wh- whenever that timeout was, they kind of, you know, reset it and uh, got him back on track. I don't know what the hell Tibbs said in there, but uh, <laughs> Andrew says KFS road trip. Um, People have been wanting it for years. Well, I was saying to Atlanta. Oh, for Magic yeah, City. Not Glitter Gulch to Magic City. Exactly. So I have a serious question. I don't know if you know, or maybe some of our, our people watching know the answer to this. Because mm-hmm. they do have very good chicken wings, correct? That's the rumor. Okay. What's it called? What, what's his name? Guy Lou Williams, Lou Williams was like violated COVID rules because he went to Magic City to get chicken wings. Or so, I forget what the thing was, but I remember it, there were chicken. Uh, he went to Magic City and he was like, hey, man, I just wanted chicken wings. I, okay. Innocent. Halo. Yes. But so let's continue. say hypothetically, mm-hmm. you're someone that is a fairly recently married man. And also perhaps someone who who is, you know, into the faith and all of those sorts of things and doesn't feel maybe even has a, has a reverend for a dad. Yeah. And knows? doesn't feel completely comfortable in a strip club situation. Yeah. Do they have wait staff who will bring you your chicken wings to tables outside? And will the wait staff be fully clad? Well, well said, first of all. This is why DoorDash or Uber Eats or Grubhub exist. No, because no, 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 no. Why? I'd, I'd rather. No, because then the because then the wings are are not as fresh. Got to have fresh. We got to have. If the, so you need gr- fresh wings. Yes. At Magic City. The, I guess I, if we're going there, we might as well go to Magic City. If the smoke is not coming off the wings, I can't compare okay. to the wing the wings to the best wings I've ever had. And these are the sorts of wings, based on what we hear, that are in the running for like men. These are going to be as good of wings as you as you've had. Let, let's put it in the plans for KFS twenty twenty seven. How's that? When we That's can a just long take time. I don't know well, if I can fine, wait twenty twenty six. I'm saying road trip type of stuff, and you so, know. Well, we'll discuss is what we'll do. Yeah. I like that. Hi, Dad. My daughter loves wings, too, so I'm sure she'd like to be along for that trip as well. Oh, there you go. Family trip to the Magic City. You, actually, could you look up on their website, see if they have a kid's menu? <laughs> I'm really about to do this. I'm, I'm going to let you read Busy's comments, and we'll we'll go on from there. Hi, Busy. We killed Tibbs for lack of in-game adjustments. Got to praise him for that timeout and getting the team back on track. Um, some people do kill Tibbs for lack of in-game adjustments. Yeah. Um, I thought the criticism... It was tough to criticize him early because they were at a great first quarter. Throughout the middle portion of the game, I didn't think they were going at Trey enough. And then, uh, uh, again, broken record. Shout out to Benji for pointing this out via text on the back-to-back quickly buckets um, in the fourth quarter, and actually maybe a, a few more after that. They were going at, at Trey, so uh, I mean, you could say that's another adjustment uh, in and of itself. I, I, 
you know, they went at him like every possession last game. They definitely didn't do it as much today. But yeah, I mean, look, whatever, whatever they, whatever he said, whatever he did, whatever adjustments he made, it worked because they got this win. What a win! What a freaking win! Good win. Uh, busy with another one. By the way, I love Julius. Never doubted him for a second. Uh, how's, that, how's that gummy order coming? So I'm on the Magic City website looking at their menu, and unfortunately, Back cookies after this. Yeah, indeed, yes. Um, it doesn't look like they have a, a kids menu. That's a shame. Um, they do have a vegetarian menu for those well, of you that want nice. want to eat healthy while you're enjoying the entertainment. I mean, look, you got to have it's 2023. You got to give people options. Listen, plant based and you you pay in in singles, you know. Anyway, thanks, Andrew. Uh, Abdullah Diallo, what's going on, man? Uh, Why do take play less zone against us now? Why do teams play less zone against us now? Um, I because I mean, typically you shoot your way out of a zone. And the Knicks, I mean, lo and behold, we criticize the hell out of them, but they are, they went into this game 10th and three point frequency. They put up 34 threes tonight. Like they, if you give the Knicks open threes, they do kind of fire away. Um, They don't want to. <laughs> so like, I don't know. I'm actually surprised. Maybe it might, it, listen, small sample size, only 11 games. So maybe it's just like, you know, like the Celtics, they certainly don't need to play zone. We've played them twice. Um, the Hawks showed a little bit of zone tonight. And maybe that's probably why you're bringing up the question. I, I don't know. I think the, the Knicks are better at busting the zone. I think they have. Like, yeah, they're prone to over dribbling and like dribbling is the worst thing you can do against the zone, but they also are smart. And they it's so weird. Like they have good passers. They don't have great passers. They have good passers. They have a lot of good passers. And they can move without the ball. I. I don't know if I was an opponent, I'd probably play more zone against the Knicks, but yeah, it's a good question. It's a good question. I, I, uh, remind me, Andrew, maybe you to write it down to ask Benji, uh, next time I, we have, we have a conversation on here. Uh, hush zoo. Good to see Julius back, but man, Grimes, we need him. They need him. They also need him to be a little bit better. I think than he was tonight. um, you know, I, I know he's man down, tough to. I don't. I don't want to. I hope he's back. They they do need him to be very clear. They need him, but they need him to be to be his best version. And there were some really frustrating moments tonight with him. Um, been if been an up and down season for Grimes. Not a bad season. Not not bad by any stretch. And like if we got news tomorrow that he's like out for six weeks, I'd be apoplectic. I wouldn't. I'm not. Would not be happy at all. That would be a real hit. Like Grimes is one of those guys, unlike maybe some other guys in the league where like, yeah, maybe he's working through some stuff right now. I want him to work out that stuff on the court because Grimes to me is a very clear example of a guy who is a value add even when he's a little off or even when things or when he's not doing maybe exactly what, what you'd love him for, for him to be doing um, defensively, you know, effort, and obviously the threat of his shooting because teams are always going to guard him. So yeah, they need him. They need him for sure. So we're going to close the loop. Um, 
shout out to Mr. With a W, Sean, who texted me and said, I've had Magic City's Lemon Pepper Lou Williams wings. Oh. You can get them to go. And then I asked a follow-up question. Is it drive-side pickup or curbside pickup? And he said, no, you have to go inside. Tell John that you can get them to go, but there's no curbside service. Man up. I'll I, I, listen. I'll I think take that's more for the, me than it is for John. <laughs> I'll, I'll take one for the team and 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 go in and obtain the order. Uh, but maybe we could just eat them in the car right there. Why wouldn't we go home? Oh, you need them. You want them fresh, want is what you're hot. saying. You want them hot. Want you want them, them fresh. Got it. We have closed the trip to Magic City Loop. We will report back if this trip to Magic City ever happens. We got to get that on video. That's that would get that that would actually get me to use like Instagram or whatever if we if we did that trip. <laughs> Uh, Haitian Ferg, much love to Jessica. I love the, <laughs> I love the little thing you guys got going on. That's great. I love KFS. We bring people together. Um, shout out to Haitian. Shout out to to Jess. Love you guys. Um, Robert Cross, God man is God man. Hashtag fifty three wins. Goddamn right he is. Uh, I said I said it to Fred earlier tonight. I was like, because they do you know we're we're not there yet. We're probably. Uh, fifteen games away, maybe twenty games away from from all the national pods and and sites and whatnot doing their, you know, cursory. Let's have an all star conversation. There's the there's the locks. There's the serious conversation about who deserves the, or there's the locks. There's like the not quite locks, but like they're going to be on. But we'll talk about them. Then there's the. These are the toughest guys to take up the last few spots, guys. And then there's the category four, which is like also deserves a mention. And I said it before, and I will say it now. If fucking Nick Claxton last season was a we gotta mention him guy, then I'll be damned if Mitchell Robinson isn't a we gotta mention him guy for the all-star game this year. Has to be. Again, he's not gonna make it. I get it. But like, mention his name in the, in the conversation. Thank you, Robert. Appreciate you as always. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Drives off. What's going on, Drives off? Feels like Dante has amped up our guys' stealing ability, like they're finding the ball more and knocking it out away from the basket more. He is a live wire player. Um, so DiVincenzo tonight, 
two steals <laughs> to go with three or four turnovers. Um, I will just say that four turnovers for a player who plays 22 minutes and um, is not a predominant ball handler on the team is not going to endear him to the heart of one Tom Thibodeau. Uh, look, he, I do think he adds something. I think he's had, you know, Benji said this on the post game after Boston, and I agree. Like, you could say he's been underwhelming, but I think what you're kind of angling at here is you see the good, right? You see the good on offense. You see the, I mean, the shooting when it's good, it looks really good. When he puts the ball on the floor, when he cuts, he can make a nice little pass. Um, he had actually a really nice finish today. I know he struggled finishing with the ball this year. He had a really nice finish tonight. <clears throat> and then you see the stuff on offense with the steals and everything, getting into passing lanes and the whole thing. And you see the outline of a guy who like, man, if he could kind of eliminate some of this other stuff, we'd really, you know, and that's, but, but again, why was he available for the middle of exception? He's available for the middle of exception because he's never fully been able to put it all together. He can't, can't, probably came the closest last year, but he was with Golden State where you want to talk about a basketball situation that makes role players look as good as they're ever going to look and really couldn't and, and the other thing about that, you could turn the ball over a million times in Golden State and nobody bats an eyelash because, eyelash because all of them turn it over a million times. So um, going into time, I'm just looking it up. All right. To his credit, only was turning it over one 1.1 turnovers a game going into tonight. So he had four tonight. That average will obviously go up, but um, I like what he brings. I think he had a good game tonight. Four turnovers. Yes. I like what I thought he had a good game. Thanks, Chelsea. Dom with another one. Dom Cappuccini. John Tibbs needs one star tomorrow. Now, nah, coaches don't get stars. Uh, just off the strength of the timely timeout. Well, I mean, if he didn't call a timeout there, the game was, game was over. Uh, RJ, get your nine hours before Friday and don't fuck around with these next two fellas. Proud fan. I'm not even going to say it out loud. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but like, man. I didn't have a great feeling about this one going into it. Once, once it, it kind of started to trend that like uh, RJ's, we probably would have gotten some positive something about RJ, and then we got closer and closer to game time, and I'm like, oh, RJ's not playing tonight. I don't feel great about this. And so, and then as the game went on, honestly, by the time we got to, there was a moment. In the first, even honestly, in the second, in the second quarter, when the Hawks like came all the way back and tied it in the first quarter, I was like, "Man, that's not a great sign." And then in the beginning of the fourth quarter, where the Knicks think they had the lead in the beginning of the fourth quarter, um, and yeah, they had eighty-seven, eighty-one lead going into the fourth quarter. IQ hit that big three at the end of the third, really big three in the moment, and then they had a couple of possessions early in the fourth. Where they had like, I think I think quickly actually had a look at the rim. There was another possession where they like they got an offensive rebound. They couldn't convert anything. Um, where it looked like they could get that ten that double digit lead back, and they didn't. And I'm like, man, it feels like that's going to come back to bite us. And then the Hawks made their push and then went ahead. And I was just like, man, they're, they're not winning this freaking game. So to get this, 
And now you got these next two against Washington and Charlotte. And I, I have a funny feeling that Charlotte game is going to be a tough game. Um, you know, less than 24 hours. I mean, they're, they're going to have the tip off of that Charlotte game is going to be about 20 hours after the end of the Washington game. If there was ever a, a don't fuck around game, it's the Washington game on Friday night. Like, my God. Please don't have no starter or should play in the fourth quarter in that game. Thanks, Tom. Uh, Drazov felt like yesterday. Mitch was one, the one shining hope for fans. Um, Oh, feels like yesterday that Mitch was the one shining hope for fans before RJ was drafted. He deserves all the recognition he could get. Thank you for that comment. I really appreciate that because as I'm sure some of you remember, my first year doing this, doing doing um doing the pods uh was Mitch's rookie year. And you know, it was 17 wins and uh it was it was not not a not a ton of fun um with the losses, but Mitch Mitch gave us something. Mitch gave us something to be excited about. Mitch gave us something to look forward to. Um, every night, like, what could he do? Is he going to come out and he's going to block 10 shots tonight? Like, I don't know. He's going to, you know, he, but he was just at the very least amidst, amidst this shit show of a 17 win team. Um, he was something you got to look forward to. Which is why it was so freaking frustrating that, like, you know, Inez Cantor would would be taking the man's minutes, but whatever. I digress. Kevin Danishevsky with another one. Thumbs down on Wally and Gus, especially on Wally. Please do better. Come on, Gus was good, and I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to be unkind. Wally was fine. Be nice to Wally. By the way, and I just realized this because I'm doing two pregame pods back to back. Um, Charlotte's also playing on Friday. Are they? Yeah. So it's a Charlotte back to back as well as a, a Knicks back to back. And the me, which one of these that. is the in the Washington game is the in season in season tournament. tournament game. Yeah, Washington which plays the Bucks on Friday too. Excuse I mean, I me, Charlotte it. plays the Bucks on Friday. I don't think it matters who they play. I'm just saying, like, we're playing what I think is the worst or one of the worst teams in the league. They're playing a team that will have probably get Giannis back on Friday. Um, Shout out to Jason M for the reminder in the chat. So both teams are facing the same circumstances of a game 24 hours apart. And I believe so the only thing I'll say is Charlotte doesn't have to travel. They're at home for both of these games. Yeah, I. I think I wrote it in, in t- I'm just looking at it at the schedule, wrote it in the newsletter today. Um, Damn, Charlotte I thought, also, plays, also plays Monday like the Knicks, and they're playing Boston. This, the schedule making that this it's, season. It's just, it, I, don't, I don't like it. Um, but what I was going to say, in part because of the schedule, like 
five and four in the in the second nine. So it, so they had the first ten, they got the five and five. The next nine is all we have. We don't have the tenth game that we don't know who the Knicks are going to play in game twenty this year. Like what they may be in Vegas, they may or actually no, sorry, the quarterfinals aren't in Vegas, right? The I think the quarterfinals are probably in like whatever team's home court, and then maybe it's the semis in in Vegas, whatever. We don't know whether they're going to be a quarterfinalist in the in-season tournament or whether they're going to play a game that has not been scheduled yet. Either way, just looking at these next nine after the first 10, I was of the opinion that five and four would be like, okay, you want six and three? Obviously, you want six and three. And better than six and three, you're, you're, you're dancing in the streets. But like five and four. So like to, that's another reason to get this game tonight. You know, and now you got some some bad teams in this next eight and you know you, so you, you give yourself a little bit of a cushion Minnesota their Monday opponent is currently losing by 21 to the, I have the game on 133 to 111 I, I have not been able to obviously pay attention to it but I've had it on it's been a consistent drubbing uh, pretty much all the way through which is like look Phoenix is at home Phoenix is supposed to be awesome it's nice to see them show up the weird thing I guess is this is the first real chink in the armor for um, Minnesota's defense, which obviously has been the number one defense in the, in the league. And uh, I'm, but something I didn't realize today until I heard it on the, uh, get your drink ready on the low post with um, the, was Pelton on today? Um, Pelton or Arnovitz. I get that Kevin's confused. Uh, Best three point, best opponent, three point shooting luck in the league, Minnesota. So their defense is, very, very good. Don't get me wrong, but like teams are not hitting anything. And I'm, I'm curious if Phoenix has actually made any threes against it tonight. I'll look that up now. You want to get to the next chat? Uh, Hamdy M. Amazing how far Mitch has come. A few years ago, Capella outplays him 100%. Um, 15 rebounds to three rebounds. I'm buying him Mitch jersey. Capella only had three rebounds tonight? Man. Mitchell Robinson. What can you say? And 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 listen, some people, some people will always wonder, what if they had Mitch for the playoff series three years ago? It's an interesting. What if counterpoint? Some people also wonder, what if we had Jalen Duran? <laughs> God bless those people. By the way, Phoenix tonight, fifty-five percent from deep. They've seventeen of thirty-one. Shooting 60% from the field. So, yeah, there you go. Regression. Regression's a bitch. Uh, Dom Cappuccini again. Dom, you're too much, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I never lose faith completely, but it gets tested at times. I have to remind myself that sometimes the five minutes is still enough for a comeback. God bless this effing team. Uh, Go get your prediction, John. Did I predict? I predicted uh... 3-0. I predicted three and zero, so now you got a real shot. In fact, look, I thought about one after I knew he was going to take two and one, so I, 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 I didn't give it much thought, but I at least like, I did think about one and two. But you went three optimistic nine. with your life, and I'm proud of you for that. Not wrong with a little optimism. Um, Guy Huber, then great win. Happy for Julius Randle. Grimes' issue is that he has too much basketball IQ. You, you know, you might be on something. It might sound crazy, but you might be on something. He, I mean, he clearly thinks the game at a very high level. 
and maybe less reacting. You know, he needs to play dumber. Don't kick out. Take the floater. I, I, I mean, you. Here's the thing that like you can't teach aggression, and like I know aggression gets kind of a bad rap in the league today because we want unselfishness. We want guys that, you know, don't need the ball to be successful. Like we, you know, we, everybody always wants to shoot and the whole thing. Aggression is a skill. And it's weird because like, I'm not going to say Grimes is an aggressive because there are times where it's like, not even there are times when he has a sliver of space, he shoots it. Like how many times have we seen Grimes have an open three and not shoot it? He shoots them. He do- that's what he's supposed to do. And he does it. He does it. I want to be very clear about that. He does it. But there is a hesitancy there. Uh, at other, in other moments, um, young player. Also, let's just hit the brakes. Young player. Third year in the league. You know, and his rookie year was kind of a lost cause. Not for his, not for anything he did, just with injuries and like he wasn't even in the rotation. So, like, again, I cannot emphasize this enough. And I should have said this at the top Quentin Grimes is going to be fine. Like, Quentin Grimes is good and he's going to get better. And he's going to be fine. Um, it just hasn't been great. It wasn't, it hasn't been, per- I'm not even going to say that. It hasn't been perfect this year. He could be better. That's fine. Like, he's a young player. He'll get better. He'll be f- awesome. He'll be awesome. Mike McNamara, John, what do we need to do to take the next step? Uh, how long you got? Um, you know what? I'll share a thought. Rare, rare occurrence that I have a cogent thought, but I'll, I'll, I'll try here. I was watching, and I know this is a divisive guy for, for a variety of reasons. I was watching the Pacers, both of the last Pacers games against six, the Sixers. They won one, they lost one. They won yesterday. They they won the previous one or lost the previous one. I was looking at Halliburton and thinking to myself, man, is the most important thing you have in the game today a guy who checks these three boxes? He can function perfectly fine as an off-ball player in terms of like if there is a top five top seven-ish player on the team and like can he play off of that other guy if that other guy has the ball? That's one box. The second box is like top 10 passing ability in the league or maybe not even top 10 passing ability in the league like top passing ability for your position which is important because of like who's usually guarding you and like guy like so like you know, was Draymond ever a top five passer in the league? I don't know. He was definitely the best passing forward or uh, him or LeBron James for most of the, his career. You know, so like can function off ball. Ken is a great passer. And then the third box is like um, just whether it's being a, a, a well, the, the, the shooting Willingness to shoot, ability to shoot, that comes with being a good off-ball player. But like you could create a little bit, right? I wish the Knicks had somebody like that because I'm I, I feel like you look at almost every champion slash NBA finalist, really going back the last decade, 
And whether it's uh, LeBron or a Draymond or, you know, a Jimmy Butler, you want to talk about great, great passers for their position. Um, you know, go back to that Spurs team in, in 2014. Um, Jokic, obviously, more recently. You know, Chris Paul made the finals with with Phoenix. I'm sure there's other some uh, one or two other teams I'm forgetting. You know, like even the role like Kyle Lowry played, like perfect compliment to Kawhi. Really good passer, can, can obviously can create off ball fine, like the whole thing. Wish the Knicks had somebody like that, you know. And it's like, of course, like because fucking thirty teams want somebody like that. And I just wonder in the league today when you're talking about combining stars and winning at the highest level with like your combination of stars, I feel like it's hard to overcome not having one of those guys like Milwaukee did it three years ago, but they had just so much talent and Giannis was just playing at such an obscene level that they, they kind of overcame not having one of those guys. And by the way, they almost lost, you know, to Brooklyn, uh, which is a team that was much more cohesive of an offensive unit um, in the half court, certainly. But like, yeah, I, I, I don't. You know, and it's funny because I was the other thing I was thinking about today when I was having this thought is like. Who's the best passer on the Knicks or who's the best positional passer on the Knicks? Like quickly, Brunson is probably the best passer, but like, I, you know. Can RJ Barrett grow to be like the best positional passer, like in comparison to other players at his position? You know, could he be better, better than like Brunson or quickly like there? Because you're comparing those guys to point guards and combo guards. You're comparing RJ to like wings and forwards, just like you're comparing Randall to forwards. I don't know. I feel like the Knicks need a guy like that. And maybe they have one already. Maybe Brunson keeps, keeps getting better. I thought Brunson threw some brilliant passes tonight. That's. So I'll, I'll end this v- very long-winded thing that you were probably not asking for at all. You were probably just asking for like very simple answer, but like of all the of all the individual skills or areas of their their game, if I could pick one thing for one player on the Knicks to get better at, I think I would pick Brunson to to get to the next level as a passer. Um. Because he's already gotten there as a shooter. He has become one of the most willing three-point shooters in the game. And accurate. I mean, Jesus Christ, how accurate is he? And variety of shots, uh, catch and shoot, pull-ups, off the dribble, the whole thing. So that part of his game is coming along. If he could reach one more notch as a passer, boy, oh boy, would that make it so much easier for to, to foresee him being that number two to your your prototypical number one, you know, um, I think he could get there. I think he could get there. Uh, Zach, what's going on? Zach Halovic, Halilovic, Mitch might be the most unstoppable five against un- other traditional fives. Yeah, I mean, unstoppable in the ways he's unstoppable. You know, he's he's not unstoppable like a an Embiid or a Jokic is going to be unstoppable, but in the ways he is, he's he's. What he's good at, he's great at. And he's, and he's good at a lot of things. Jason Feldman, what's going on, Jason? Gus Johnson 
feels like Wally goes out of his way to hype up Randall. Even in undeserved moments, I am naming my firstborn Mitch RJ on the bench question mark. Um, I don't know what the RJ on the bench question mark. He's saying was uh, RJ was on the bench at the end of the game. I don't know if you noticed that, but RJ was in a hoodie and um, like hugging his teammates after the game. I did not, but I'm happy it pours out. So he Jason, out. They said he's traveling with the team. I guess yeah. he's not healthy enough to play. I think wearing a hoodie like that indoors means you're like sick and you're 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 still getting over something. So I do think Wally look, Wally's gone out of his way to praise some interesting Knicks over the years. Uh I'm fine with him shedding some love to Julius. Julius Julius gets a lot of heat. So I'm I'm not gonna kill Wally for that, but I appreciate the comment at the same time. 